Melissa Lamb, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Topa, Topa Talk. Talk. Hi, today we have Caleb John here. He is a Ventura-based tattoo artist. He grew up in Palmdale, California. Shout out to Andre Nicotina, obviously. He has been messing around with tattoos since uh, age 17, possibly doing some crappy tattoos out of his garage. We'll get into that. He's married to the super talented uh, Amanda. She's an artist. She has a business right now called Collect the Feels. And he has two beautiful children. The oldest is named Quinn, and he has a one-year-old named Yoki. So we're going to dive right into it. Hi, Caleb. Hey, how's it going? It's going amazing. So you were doing some shitty tattoos when you were 17, huh? Uh, (laughs) I'm saying shitty. That's kind of rude. Maybe that is kind of rude. They definitely were (laughs) shitty, and some of them come back to haunt me. Every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, you have. Were a you doing them on yourself, or were you I, doing them for friends? My first, well, I always was like intrigued by tattoos, and I think from the time I was maybe in middle school, I would come home and I'd just have drawings all over me, and me and my best friend, who's still currently a really good friend of mine, um, his name's Bobby, and we like bought a tattoo kit when we were seventeen. We moved to San Clemente. And I came home one day, and he's just like tattooing his whole leg, and I was just like, "What?" The With fuck what? Are you? So, so you we, moved out of Palm to out of your parents' house when you were seventeen? The day, so the day I graduated high school, I had my bags packed. Wow. And just like got in a car, left, had a place in San Clemente. And kind of started, like, working and going to school out there. Did you just, were dying to get out of Palmdale, or? Dying. like Yeah. Could yeah, not wait. No. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we just, like, got into it. And we had done, like, a couple, well, we'd, we'd like, built tattoo machines in high school <laughs> out of, like, toothbrushes and guitar strings. And um, you can, like, pull the rotary motor out and get a guitar string and a pen. And it would, so. Oh it, damn. <laughs> So you were you were gonna do tattoos like no matter what basically. I was, yeah I, I, I <laughs> wanted to for forever, and it just like didn't happen for the longest time. Why not? What drew you towards that though? I'm sorry. Towards tattooing. I'm, yeah, like when um, you were younger. Like what inspiration? I don't know. It just it was different, and not everybody had tattoos, and the people who did were. Um, I don't know, just not not really important, and everyone like kind of looked at those people differently, and I, I just liked that. I liked the art behind it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, so you're living in San Clemente, and you've known Bobby Do Right for that long? No, oh, no, I'm it sorry. wasn't Bobby Do Right. I'm sorry. It's uh, Assumptions Bob made. Dog. <laughs> Bob Dog. Um, he's a barber okay. now, covered like his whole head's covered <laughs> in tattoos, and he's definitely got way more than me. But uh, yeah. so wait, can we go back? So why did it take? Why when you said like. You always wanted a tattoo, but it took you a while. I just had, like, several attempts. You know, it's like, typically you get an apprenticeship, and it's really, like, grueling for a year. And you clean up after everybody. You do all the bitch work. You do everything that nobody wants to do. Um, you pay your dues. You pay your dues, yeah, and you, you don't get paid for it at all. And I had tried to apprentice, I think I was, like, 19, and I this fucking guy I wanted to like I had a old VW bus and he's like I'll trade you your VW bus for an apprenticeship oh fuck and so I drove my bus to his house it was like 30 minutes away and that was like this the start of the apprenticeship I drove it to him and he called me the next day and I, I saw him he's like shifting the gears all weird 
Um, and I, he calls me and he's like, Hey, this thing's fucked up. Like it won't shift in a gear, blah, blah, blah. Like what the, you're trying to screw me over. And I you were back. giving him a uh, yeah, bus this, to I'm do sorry. free labor. This right. seems all really fucking shady to begin <laughs> with. Everything. Yeah. Everything like, about it was shady. In my opinion too. Like what an asshole. Right. Like the trade is that they get free labor. And a free bus, Melissa. I know. That's what's throwing <laughs> me off. Like, I feel like that's already. Okay, well, but obviously you were like dying to get into the industry. Right. So yeah. you're like, I'll do anything. Pretty much. And it didn't work out. I went down and I ended up just like taking it back. I had to get it towed home when, when I'd been driving it for two years at this point. Oh. And um, so it didn't work out then. And this was like in between like me doing shitty house tattoos and trying to like figure everything out. And in the meantime, I was going to college for fucking whatever I thought my mom wanted to go to school for, you know? And, yeah, um, of course. And then I just, like, I was doing, like, communications or something, mm. and... Hey, you're talking to two communications majors oh, here, shit. so don't talk too much <laughs> shit. No, I mean, you know, it's for some people, it's not for others. Right. And, well, I mean, I had, like, taken... I started going to school for architecture, and I fucking hated, like, the, um, I guess, how structured it was, and I wanted to, like, do stuff a little bit looser, and... Stopped doing that, like started taking more art classes and ended up moving up to Ventura and started going to Channel Islands and I transferred in there for communications and I'm sitting there standing in one of the halls like looking at this crazy like 15 foot painting and the instructor walks up to me and he, he's like, are you, are you in my class this year? And I was like, no, I'm a communications major. He's like, well, do you, do you paint? I said, yeah. And he's like, well, why aren't, what are you doing in communications? I was like, I don't, I don't know. And he's like, come in my office. So I came in his office, and he switched all of my classes that day, and, like, the next day I was a fucking art student. What a little, okay. like, angel. Yeah, I know. So I had it. I went to Cal State Channel Islands as well, and I had an angel, too, that helped me find my way. It was so cool. I love that school. Do you remember his I name? I really love that school. Yeah, his name's Jack Riley. Nice. Very cool. Jack like Riley. Like, what a badass. Yeah. Way was, to go, Jack. He was the department chair, and he's just, like, this gnarly, like, 70s surfer, like, grew up um, painting with like Andy Warhol and like in that whole scene and so he was just like kind of he was somebody and then like he just taught art and like loved the culture of it yeah I have to thank Todd my counselor (laughs) shout out Todd. so I didn't realize you were a painter as like I guess I we've we've talked to a few artists and I think that has like a very broad that's a broad term and I'm very ignorant to all forms of art so like I just assumed that like all tattoo artists were like sketchers um most tattooers are like better artists than most artists you see yeah and yeah definitely and are are more cultured like I learned more in the tattoo shop than I learned in art school just like every they're just obsessed with with books and renaissance and anything anything script or it's it's like an obsession we do it every single day all day long it's all we think about yeah and you're constantly like pulling inspiration from that kind of stuff and every tattoo shop I've been in I'm like more in love with the art that's on the walls in their station than right. you know I you can't get that tattooed necessarily and it's just gorgeous I remember when I got tattooed by you I saw some art on your walls and I was just like whoa what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like shit so cool um so we are recording today actually in your uh, a new tattoo shop, shop hmm. called Black Penny. Um, and so I was curious how it works. So like, do you rent out the stations to other artists 
Is it like kind of like a hair salon? <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like a hair salon. Um, but typically, tattoo shops work off of a commission. Okay. And most standard shops are like 50-50. So the shop gets 50% of everything the artist is pulling in, which is and, fucking But they crazy. get to keep So you're gratuity. just requiring rent. For me, um, well, I have one guy here who, his name's Sean, and he's like an excellent painter and good tattooer. Um, and we have like a guest artist constantly coming through and for him, we've worked out a commission, but it's a lot lower than 50% yeah. or he, it gets a lot more than 50%. And we also like provide everything. Like I provide all the him all the materials. Um, he just has to bring his tattoo machines and where the last shop I was at, we had to pay for everything and we still had to drop 50% of what we were making. Yeah. So if I brought in like $500 or a thousand dollars for a day, I only got half of that. Plus I had to buy all my supplies. So you're getting like 25% of that. Right. And it was it, like you just That's work. tough. You know, you're there for 12 hours a day and you're like, fuck, I just had like $2,000 go through my hands and then it's just like nothing at the end of it. Yeah. That's disheartening. It is. So yeah. do you look for like certain, I guess my, I have zero tattoos. So my understanding is like certain artists do certain things better. Like some artists do like word words like better lines, or scripts yeah. better and some people do like color better do you look for different artists to like round out your team or do you, is it just like whatever you specialize in that's it um for me I definitely want it to be a like a specialized shop where I, I'm in love with traditional tattoos and fine line work and I hope to like kind of combine the two almost like what does that mean can you um, delve into that just for a second traditional tattoos are kind of based stuff that was like in the turn of, of this or in like the 50s when tattooing just exploded in like Long Beach and New York um, and it was still kind of underground people were doing heavy black um, and there were, people might refer to them as like cartoon mm -hmm. tattoos like um, the mom and a heart right okay. right but that, I know I'm I know I'm probably simplifying that, like, it way more than that's I should, like yeah that's that's like the most simple version of what traditional can be, um and then it just like goes you know boundless from there. There's like all kinds of like neo traditional and fine line traditional Italian traditional and just like that spectrum has just broadened so much now um, that it's it's cool. But I don't I don't really want a shop that's I got black and gray guys and then I got lettering guys and then I have. I just want like a niche you shop. There's there's a couple. There's like one in New York that's called Smith Street that's all traditional dudes and they all do like East Coast traditional. It's like heavy color, heavy line weights um, and people travel from around the world to go there. Um, so something like that would be. Yeah, and um, you've told me the story before behind Black Penny, but let's hear it. <coughs> so I was working at a shop in Camarillo and that's actually where I learned to tattoo and I, you know, you always want to progress and, and open your own thing, or I always have at least, um, whatever it was, whether it was um, whatever job I was doing, I was like, how, how can I, like, capitalize on this industry, or um, how can I do it better? Um, and so I've always wanted to, like, open my own shop, and that was, like, my thoughts from the beginning. Um, and I was, like, going to partner with, with one of the other tattooers there, and it didn't really work out. Um, he kind of ended up partnering with the owner there. Like, um, and it was like just a big shit show. And um, this place came available, and I, I stopped by on my way home because I actually live like two blocks from here. 
um, I heard it was available. He called the shop I was at and was like, hey, does anyone want to buy this tattoo shop off of me? I'm running into problems with people getting out of prison. And I came and he's like, someone tried to stick me in the parking lot. Oh, okay. And I was just like, what the fuck? It's like, what's this guy into? Yeah. His name was Joker. Um, uh, I'm terrified. I'm already scared. And dude, I, yeah, I, I came in here and there's carpet like mm. everywhere, which is not allowed in tattoo shops. This back sink was super fucked up. The bathroom was covered in black mold, and I was gonna say I feel like this was a. I, I didn't know if I was crazy, but I thought it was a tattoo. It was, yeah. Before. Okay. And the way the way Ventura works is there's a moratorium on tattoo shops, so you can't open a new tattoo shop anywhere. Yeah. You have to purchase one, and then it reopen it within six months. Otherwise, it's it's lost its license. It's like a liquor license kind yeah, of. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and that all happened in like 2009 when someone burnt down a shop, and then the county was like, "Fuck." tattoo shops like why not yeah we're done yeah um so anyways i i came in here and i'm like looking around and it was just terrible there's drop ceiling and the toilet was whistling and he's like oh yeah i just gotta flush it every you just gotta flush it every once in a while what's that fucking sound um and the windows were all busted um and they were like two by fours over them drilled into it it was just, it was fucked up. It's crazy and to think that because we're sitting in this freaking gorgeous space. It's so pretty. <laughs> and so the reason this place is so gorgeous is because of Anna uh, Warmoth and Bananas and Hammocks is her fabrication company. But let me get to that. So we, I'm like thinking about it and the dude wanted, you know, X amount of dollars just for this shitty tattoo parlor. And he was going to take everything out of it. And so just like for me to buy the life, the invisible license that doesn't even exist, you know, he wanted, you know, thousands of dollars for, yeah. for this. And I'm thinking about it, tossing it over and talking to Amanda about it and telling friends about it. And I, I call Bobby because he obviously, I knew that him and Anna do this stuff all the time. Like I've seen their work. And he's like, I don't know, dude. He's like, talk to Anna. Like, I don't do any of that <laughs> stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm just, whatever Anna needs, like I help her with. Um, and and he does. He, he Bobby's great. Um, and so I called Anna and was like, what's this going to cost me to build this place out? And she's like, well, do you want to do it right? Like, yeah, obviously. And she's like, <laughs> that's, always that's always the question. The question. Right. Like, yeah, do you want to do it so that you are moving forward, like, legitimately? Or, you right. know, put some Band-Aids on it. And in, in my mind, <laughs> it was like, oh, I'll just, like, take the carpet out and paint the walls and, you know, pull a T-bar out and it'll be good. And she was like, well... To do it right, it's going to cost, you know, whatever, yeah. 100 grand. Yeah. It's just like I barely had enough to pay the dude. Yeah. Um, so I get off the phone with her, and she texts me immediately. She's like, well, have you thought about having a partner? And I was like, well, like what are you implying? And I, I thought about it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, she doesn't tattoo. Like, I don't know why that would be beneficial. And then, like, two days went by, and I just, like, woke up out of a dead sleep. And I was like, holy shit, this is, like, I, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. I've always it wanted her to design – like she, these partitions she does, yeah. She welds these in her in her shop and just buys the raw material, welds them all perfectly, which is not an easy thing to do. If you can see like the geometry on them, no, like yeah. getting all those perfect. She's clearly a badass. She's yeah, she's fucking badass. And the whole time we're doing construction, she's in high heels, climbing up ladders, ripping shit down. Okay, I love her. Yeah, yeah I think like high heeled boots. I just <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> um, all while like having to go through a surgery in like two months after this. But so it kind of just like started rolling and I, I text Joker 
funny. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Which I think his real name ended up being Frank, and he was a ni- he was a nice dude. Um, and I was like, yeah, we're we're in. And next thing I know, we're tearing this place down. And one day, we had the whole place cleared out. So Amazing. from the time that you got the phone call that this was available to the time that you like open doors. Yeah. What was that that length? It was let's see, I got the lease October fifteenth. Okay. And then we started demolition like the last week of October. Oh, you moved quick. And then December first our doors were open. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's no joke. Wow. That's I mean it's all it was all Anna. She had these partitions built before we even signed the lease. She's they're like, huge, by the way, guys. Yeah, I mean, amazing. we'll post pictures, giant, but like, yeah. I can't. I feel like one of those would take me a year. Yeah. <laughs> at, I mean, probably ten years if we're being real. But. Yeah. She, she goes. It was like I was like, hey, we. I just got the lease, and she goes, cool. We just finished four partitions. What? <laughs> and amongst this, she has tons of other things going on. She's like designing something for Made West. It's coming up on the pier, and she has like clients in LA, and she like paused all that and like just fucking killed it here yeah it's it's gorgeous how did you come up with the name black penny um i was just it just was like the most natural one that kind of happened like i had a list of various names that just all sounded like they were trying too hard i had the one was like crying tiger and then ended up, <laughs> ended up being like a ended up being a, a thai dish it was like, yeah so everything just had like a, a name on it. And I, I start looking at pennies and I, I find this old penny that was, um, it's called a Fugo Scent and it was designed by Benjamin Franklin. And on the bottom it said, mind your business. And on the back it said, we are one with 13 interlocking rings. And I was just like, this is kind of cool. Like mind your business. So now that kind of became our slogan. Um, I love that. Yeah. And tattooers love 13. Tattooers love 13. Why? They're obsessed with 13. Obsessed with it. Why? What Why? It's just, it's just like the thing. Oh, is that it, a secret? It's, I mean, no. it's like, thir- like unlucky and, you know, shunned and 13. And like, like pun- it's oh, like okay. Punk. You know? it's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, like oh, the outsiders. I, was, I thought I was going to get like way more dirt. <laughs> <laughs> no. And no, then like on Friday 13th, on when that happens, like when there's a Friday the 13th, usually tattoo shops do like flash tattoos that you can pick from a few tattoos and get it done for free typically well it's we charge thirteen dollars oh there you go there you go some people charge which is it's a fucking shit show like you get people who come and they have their friday the 13th sleeves it's like they only have thirteen dollar tattoos and they're all this big and they're just like all over their arm and it's like the last time you saw these people was on the last friday the 13th hey don't be that person Go get a real tattoo. Right. So, Spend real money. <laughs> Caleb, have you ever given a tattoo and the person goes and looks at it and they're like, I hate it. Yeah. Has that <laughs> ever happened to you? Nobody said it, but I've seen it in their eyes. Yeah. For sure. That they're like, disappointed? Just not what they expected. And but what do you do? But they see the art beforehand, yeah? They, you do, but you see like a, a rendering, yeah. a very rudimentary line drawing, yeah. and you have to, like for me, I can imagine what it's going to look like complete, yeah. but for them, it's just, they're seeing lines, yeah. and they okay. have to trust that your work is, but at the same time, as tattooers, we like shift our, our, our direction, like where we want to take our tattoos, and sometimes like it ends up being, you know, I like started wanting to do more heavy traditional tattoos, and this girl came to me. And she wanted, like, one of my lady heads that I was doing at the time, which were, like, a half face, and then the other half would be, like, a castle or a church or just, like, some fun I was doing. 
And the one I did on her was like a lot more traditional than the stuff I'd done before. And she just like looked at it and I just saw the disappointment in her eyes and she was just like, didn't say anything and like started like sweating and like. What do you do? What do you say? I, I didn't say anything. I just like, she was like, uh, she was kind of like lost her words and ended up she came back and now she has like a whole sleeve for me all in the same style. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. It, sometimes it just takes time, you know, to like think about it and digest it because right. expectations are a motherfucker. Well, cause some of the, <laughs> yeah. some of the stuff that people bring in, it's like you, as tattoos, we look at it and we're like, that's a terrible fucking tattoo. Yeah. And people, people love it. So they see something that's, that's a little bit different from, you know, we try to like take that idea and make it better yeah. and make it last longer and, um, yeah, I guess I guess the a two like twofold on this question is, have you ever given a tattoo that you're like fuck I, that one's kind of like meh. every day, really every day yeah I mean you, yeah artists are probably super hypercritical of your it, work it, like self doubt self doubt yeah it's it's crippling in tattooing you you go I home every know. single day and you you think about your day and you're like what you could have done better and then you take a photo and. God forbid you get a fucking bad photo, which happens with every tattoo. So you take trying to take ten, and then now you're shuffling through ten photos trying like, to find fuck. one you like, and you're like, dude, like you see this little thing, like I didn't go up to, you know, all the way black against the line, or I didn't. Mm. It's just you get so stuck, you know. You're sitting there staring at the same thing for three hours, and obviously to you or anyone else, that the tattoo's gonna look great. But we sit there and we like zoom in on it, and you're like, you see, you know, like a little bit of the needle, like it goes to the side or. Or, or whatever. And, and I think that's what pushes us to be Yeah. Well, tattooing is like the highest risk art form. Every other art form. You can like paint you over. You can redo. <laughs> right. And I mean, I guess like you can tattoo over other tattoos and there is tattoo removal. I get that. But like in its like most natural form, it's the highest risk. And you you're dealing with like a person. Yeah. And people are mean. Right. And it's <laughs> it's like if you were a painter and every single canvas you had shifted or was different or absorbed the paint differently or yeah dude, you know there's like so many more variables there's yeah. so many variables in it and when I, I actually just took a trip to italy and they explained the frescoes that like michelangelo did similar to tattoos it's because they they're forever and they actually go into your skin and if you didn't do a fresco right it wouldn't last same with tattoos if you don't like hit the right depth or you you know, if you don't shade the right way, the tattoo is not going to last and it's just going to be impermanent. And yeah. So yeah, <laughs> actually it's kind of funny. Like a lot of artists have like their very favorite canvases that they use every single time, right. their very favorite paintbrushes, but you, you don't get to have favorite skin. No. And I mean, there is, there, <laughs> there is, is. I'm sure that skin. you're like, like Ooh, the skin's what is great. preferred skin? <laughs> like young 18 to like 25 year olds forearms. Like, For, it's like, that's like primo retail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and and you start to. My forearms has officially gone over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it, it, you know, you'll be surprised. Like I tattooed, you guys know Kean, um, from Tavern. He busts over there. Now he's a bartender. If Anyways, I saw I him, I would. I know blonde, them. Blonde yes. kid, glasses. Mm-hmm. He, his Instagram's like vape dildo. Yeah. Can I say that on here? Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, we said dick pig in one, so it's dick fine. Dick pig or dick pig? Dick pig. Whoa. Like the animal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I tattooed his mom yesterday and she's in her sixties. Um, and the tattoo looked great. Like, she had a great time as her first tattoo. That's so cute. My what did she get? She got Kean's birthday. No, 
my boyfriend and his mom just got matching tattoos. Yeah. It was her first tattoo, and it's the girliest tattoo. Really? Yeah, ever. Andrew got it yeah, too. Yeah, he was. He it's was like, like an infinity no, sign. No. Yeah, it's it's like the it's the like infinity sign, and then it's their initials, and no it is way. like it is That's so. Sick. But he told her he was like, "Hey, whatever you want to get, mom. Like, I will get like." He was like solid. He was like, That's "Whatever classic. you pick." Yeah, my my sister and I got each other's initials, and my mom got jealous, and she went and got a tattoo at like fifty, and she got a mixture of both of our initials on her oh wrist. Oh my god, That's awesome. She was like, "Well, I'm obvious." She s- took the same exact like font I had yeah, and everything. Right. It was cute. What are some tattoo trends that you think are horrible? Um. And what are you yeah, like, I love are, this. What do you see out there that you're like these fuckers like need to stop doing that shit? White tattoos. Is that a thing? But it used to be like 10 years ago. <laughs> people's, people still, I actually had someone well, yesterday dark. who came in and were like, hey, do you guys do white tattoos? And I was like, well, Sean was like, I don't like to, you know, but we'll, we'll do, we'll fucking do anything. Yeah, you got like, money? Sure. Yeah. Come on in. I mean, the minimum, minimum is a hundred dollars. So if someone wants like a fucking dot, a white dot, it's like, like, yeah, I'll do a white dot. But you just explain like the risks or what it's going to look like. Um, it tends to look just like a scar. And mm. the ink turns yellow very quickly. I have some white on a tattoo I got in New York. It's just like the pupils of the eyes. And they're, it's mainly just used for highlights. Um, and it's it yellowed within a week. Wow. Oh but it's gosh. still it's still lighter than my skin. Yeah. So it looks appropriate. But if you're just getting... But like if it's just white, white on its own. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing is, people are seeing these tattoos on Pinterest when they're fresh. Yes. And people are seeing like finger tattoos are, are super popular right now. And they're fucking hard to do. Like imagine like trying to like, pu- you got to like pull the skin tight around the finger and then like, you have you're a lot of finger tattoos. Yeah. Your look, yours look good. They are all done. They definitely fade a lot home. faster than any other <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> I'm th- sure. These were done when I was like 17 in a house. I think this was like my 21st birthday. And Bob <laughs> my, my buddy did these and they were supposed to go all the way around, but we didn't make it that far. <laughs> Um, and then this is like a tattoo matching with Amanda and it's, you can tell it's like all blown. If you like actually look at it, it doesn't look good. It's all fucking blown out right here. And it's probably probably the best one I have from one of my coworkers, AJ. And he was a really good tattoo. He tattooed my whole stomach. Um, and I actually spilled Drano on this like three days Uh, later and it just like dried and cracked and looked all fucked. I definitely thought this wasn't going to Oh my gosh. Um, so if you had to make a guess how many tattoos do you have i think it's all just like turned into like one, one giant yeah you're yeah, just one know. tattoo now Pretty much. Well, <laughs> i mean i don't like have like my top have you tattooed your wife i have and i regret it and why I, <laughs> I won't tattoo her anymore it's i tattooed her when i was when i had just started and i wish my mentor would have been like hey like don't tattoo your 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 wife or your family in the first year at least why just because you're in like a because then um, you got to see it all the time <laughs> you don't know how your work's going to heal at yeah. first you don't know you know i've seen stuff now that's that's been four years healed or three years healed and it looks it looks nice or now i can like adjust accordingly but then it was like i had you know the tattoo looked good at first and then like you'd see like the lines migrating or yeah. you know application wasn't perfect um and not only that but i see her every day so i have to look at the tattoo every day and it's like we're already hypercritical on ourselves yeah. and so I'm just looking at like, fuck, I should have done this differently. Why didn't I do this? Why, you know, and just like constantly like, does <laughs> she have other tattoos her. too? Yeah. Yeah. She has uh, one from Sean who was in here. She's got some like on her, on her legs that I didn't do. Um, she's got, she's got something that I didn't do. Cool. It's like how doctors aren't supposed to operate on their family. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. 
That makes um, sense. Let's talk about, I know we, you have, like, your whole body is tattooed, but do you have one that is, like, your fa- like, it will always be your favorite tattoo? I think it's, like, it's always my, my newest, most current one is always the one that's, I'm stoked. It's, like, when I, when I paint, I do a painting, and I love it, and then as soon as I do the next one, it's just whatever. It's just there. Yeah. You know, it exists. And then I'm, like, obsessed with a new one. For tattoos, um, I really like my the tattoo I got on my stomach. It's called the Pharaoh's Horses. It was just, like, a turn of the century. It was painting done in the 1600s that nobody knows who did it. And it's three horses, three, like, Arabian horses that are kind of running with their, like, hairs blowing back and... There's water in the background, and it's it's almost like biblical, but but not at all. It's just like has a lot of symbolism in it, and um, it's just a popular tattooer's tattoo, and it's like huge. I mean, it's kind of oh, oh hello. my gosh, yep. solid black. Um, That's huge. Which was also the most painful tattoo I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. what is the most painful spot to get tattooed? Um, I heard ribs are pretty bad. Ribs suck. Um, but anywhere, like, on, I think, like, the torso. For me, it was my stomach. It was terrible. We did, like, four or five-hour sessions. Are you, like, a gluttony for pain? You just, like, love tattoos? I don't know. Dude, I, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's, what's getting you like through those? Or something? Yeah, what's no, getting you through those uh, sessions? Uh, well. Because they're hours long with the, that big, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, I just had my back tattooed, and that was, we did, like, five or six hours. And Ouch. I was like hunched over a table, not like comfortable laying yeah. down. Ugh. Um, this is giving me anxiety. Yeah, that's stressful. Yeah, you, I mean, you guys, you have, do you have any? Tattoos? I don't. You I don't am any? a tattoo virgin. Oh I don't gosh. have any. Do and it's not that I'm against <laughs> it. Like I, I've gone with many people to get tattoos. I went with Stephanie to get her most yeah. recent one. I went with my boyfriend. I've gone with multiple friends. Like I'm very fascinated by tattoos. She'll come up with an idea one day. Yeah, I just, like, I haven't come across, like, if I come across something that I'm like, yes, that's what I want, I would do it. I, I'm not against yeah. it, but I'm just, nothing's ever, like, tickled my fancy. To that's get, good. Which, you know, like, for the, like, when I was, like, 11 years old, I was like, I'm going to get a Lord of the Rings quote <laughs> tattooed on me. <laughs> I would be, let's get some, let's get some Elvish on her. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I'm, like, thinking, I'm like, okay, it's probably a good thing that, like, 11-year-olds aren't allowed to, like, get, get tattoos. tattoos. Yeah. Right. Is 18 is still the age, right? Right, in California. Oh, is it younger other places? No, no, no. Yeah, you can really? Get, yeah, you can get, like, parent consent in Nevada and a couple other states. Um, yeah, you can have your parents sign a waiver. Yeah, that's kind of like getting piercings here. When you're, like, 16, you have to have a waiver. So what was your biggest challenge with opening this new space? Like, was it easier than you thought? Was it more difficult? Like, what was a, a big challenge for you all? Um, I think everything, like I'm finally just getting in a rhythm of where it's comfortable. Um, but Anna and Bobby were just endless like support and we're here every day. Like I was tattooing all day cause I still had to pay my bills at home. Yeah. Like and this then, is a primo space too. Like I can't imagine that. Are you, did you like buy it or are you leasing it? We're leasing the building. Okay. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that this lease is like super cheap. It's actually not bad because the way it looked before. Like, if you would see this place, you'd be like, fuck, like, this is an expensive rent. But if you would have walked into it where I came in here, you'd be like, what? Like, yeah. Okay. 
Now you, I mean, it you've was made you've plastered like, up. So yeah, if it looked like this when you first walked in, then uh, it probably would have been a more expensive. Maybe I'll, I'll send you guys some photos. Yeah, we could do like a little before and after. And I kind of like just had a rendering of kind of how I wanted it set up. And Anna just did everything else. I mean, she like picked out this crazy wallpaper. It's from, beautiful. Um, this artist, like, and she does like the jungleo. Her her Instagram is, and they're like, there's like a slight um, difference in like the size on one of them. So she got like a killer deal. And Anna's just like super creative that way. And so, do you think like remodeling was like the biggest challenge? Like actually like flipping the space. I feel like. I'm just going to chime in, but mm-hmm. probably just the entire thing. This is so new for you as a, like a person living life. Like this entire thing is like such an adventure. Yeah. It's, right? it's just mean, a risk. I mean, like, yeah. you know, you just, you're like, all right, I'm going to put every dollar I have into this and everything I've worked for and just hope or trust that people are going to support it. And it's very emotional. Like, dude, I cried like fucking 10 times like putting this place together and I haven't cried like my whole life I feel like yeah it's just like super stressful and you know we're like trying to hit a deadline and I'm still tattooing in Camarillo while and I was a tattoo all day and then I come here and me and Bobby would do construction all night um and we obviously drank a ton of beers and it was (laughs) was super fun like we would have our bikes here we'd like riding our bikes home at the end of the night like drunk after working till 2 a.m like scraping the fucking floors or um my parents actually came in and help helped uh, helped us paint the walls and oh that's sweet yeah and we were like dude we we're spraying all the like all the ceiling right here we went through like 15 gallons of paint because the wood was so old this damn you can tell like these two by sixes are like actual two by sixes yeah from, yeah like, <laughs> this building's like 100 years old and it used to be a um, called Jalopy Joe's. It was like a car shop. Oh yeah, okay. That's why we had I this mean, big like a yeah. gangsta. Yeah, it looks like a garage. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking at that. Um, Freaking, uh, what was the other guy's name? Joker and Jalopy Joe. Joker and Jalopy Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I I bet this building's seen some crazy some shit. stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like someone's died in here. Probably multiple people. <laughs> yeah, and maybe well, is, is it haunted? They told me it was. The last apprentice here was like, oh, yeah. That's, they, I think you a, let the demons out of the ceiling. I, st- I staged the fuck out of this place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you obviously have, like, an amazing support, it sounds like. I mean, Ventura in general is full of amazing humans that seem to love to support projects. And I know you're in the, you run in the same group that we, like, keep interviewing people who are all just, like, pushing each other and helping each other. And, like, such a great niche that you guys have out here. Right. And I think if it wasn't for all of them like this wouldn't have happened um you know we had like curtis was down here ripping stuff off the ceilings hammond was like painting like everybody was coming in and just like lending support and giving encouragement and amanda of course was just like working at the tavern like late nights and then like waking up and doing the kids in the morning while i was like running over here and then like going to work and then coming back here and it was just like for like two months straight which doesn't sound like, but like every single day we worked. No, that's crazy. You know, 18 hours yeah. a day. And it was just like, had no free time, no days off. Yeah. And the sweet part about that too, is everybody who came and lended a hand has a million other fucking things they're doing and projects. Right. So <clears throat> the fact that they are lending up their time for you is really sweet and shows that you, this is what you should be doing right. because you have an army behind you that wants you to do it. And Ventura is so great that way. Like the whole community just like lifts each other up and it's like, there's this like young boom of, of business owners and like entrepreneurs that are kind of just like handling shit in Ventura. You know, we have like 
Hambone and and Tara who are, are killing it with her bus and, oh, and her shop and um, Anna and Bobby like if you guys get a chance like to see her operation oh yeah she's, we, she's you're on our list <laughs> like I I had no idea the level of shit that they're actually doing on a daily basis and also they're doing it with like a smile on their face and they know everybody in the community they're like always offering a hand to help out um just like endless like support from them and encouragement um endless support from amanda and it's it's a lot of work and it's constantly like i'm still working six seven days a week here so do the people that work um like in the shop do you have like a non-compete can they only work for black penny or can they work at other tattoo parlors no they could they shops? can work yeah they could our guy sean actually works at a shop in la called midtown tattoo three days a I week. I didn't know if there was like some like legal issue. Like you have to like, you have to <laughs> like, dirt. yeah, it sounds like you have some people who just pop in and then it looks like you have two permanent stations. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Right. Right. Yeah. The two is like one's mine, one's Sean's. And then we have a guy, Corey, who's up from Encinitas right now, who's does some really beautiful fine line stuff. Um, who sounds like he wants to come up a lot more. Um, and continuing like to, to reach out and guests are coming in and, and trying to fill out our stations. And it's just cool. Like we do, I'm not trying to like get people like you only work for me. I, I want people to travel. I want people to be able to like make money and come and, and work and do what I wanted to do when I was tattooing and not feel like you're stuck, like slaving over your job. Yeah. The other thing too, that I like about the guests thing, which is kind of what works for Melissa and I with the podcast really well is like everybody that comes is going to bring some, some other group of people to the table that is going to now have interest in your shop. Just like, Every time we interview someone new on the podcast, we're gaining some new followers or listeners because they're interested in that. So it's like when a really great tattoo artist comes here from out of town, people are like, oh, fuck, that person's here for one night, one day. Or like maybe someone that's been following them forever is like, oh, shit, this person's at Black Penny. Like that's in my hood. Like what are they about? You know, like that's really fun about collaborating with people as it brings new people to the forefront of what you're up to. Yeah, and we have that just like Corey – for instance, he's like in town and he had like a ton of his friends came yesterday and got tattoos and yeah. are coming today. And his like girlfriend was from Ojai. Um, and it's just like perpetuates that, yeah. you know, that now everyone knows. Now they all know Black Penny. Now everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about tattooing and like Black Penny and your shop. But who, Caleb, who are you as like a person outside of your work? Like, yeah, what are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you reading? What do you want? Like, what, are, what is your deal? Dude, I fucking live and all I do is tattoo. I'm just a scab outside of my work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can tell you're obviously um, very, very dedicated to you your like work. You like eat, but hang out with your wife and take care of your kids. Right. But, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, there is a lot more to me like outside of, outside of tattooing. And I do have two children that are both rad and my son is this insane artist who he'll, I have, I built a desk in his room and he'll sit there and he'll just like draw crazy shit for like an hour. And he'll like keep handing me papers. Be like, yeah, I drew a three headed dragon for you. And he's like, it's kind of like morbid oh, shit. Oh my God. And I was like, dude, like, how are you coming up with this? Like crazy, <laughs> this little, dark like, ass shit. Dude, this dark ass shit. And then a man will be like, babe, like you, you draw like ladies with swords through their heads. Like all the time he's, he's grown up around this kind of art. And so it's just normal to him. Like he came with like a, a three-headed dragon to me the other day. It had, like, 
teeth like on its body and it's just like oh my god yes like, i crazy love shit, it um, i think that's cute but it seriously will look like something like out of the ring or any scary movie where the kids are drawing shit like, <laughs> i was gonna say he's just like bunkered down like i could just see, see him like right two-handed now, like, yeah just like, <laughs> there's just blood everywhere right <laughs> and what about your daughter well she's only one right now so she's, she's still one little. and i'm so in love with her she's such a sweetheart um she balances and out the morbidness. <laughs> she's dark too. Like it's like we're like an Adams family kind of thing. I going love on. it. Um but she's just so rad and like the easiest baby. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Amanda also like had both of our kids at home. So they're kind of like Yoki was born, it's called a veiled birth. Um and so What she, is that? I didn't know either. And like our midwife was like, she was coming out and she's like, Okay, like I thought I knew what to expect, and she's like, This is about to be crazy. I've only seen two of these in my entire life. Oh, God. Okay. Oh God. And you're I'm not at the doctor. And we're not at the doctor. We're at home, like, on our bed. Like, it's just weird Okay, shit. so what is it? I have to know now. Um, So it's where the baby's born in their amniotic sac. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Instead of, like, like yeah. it doesn't break, yeah. and then the baby's born, like, the water breaks, so and the she baby's didn't, born. So her water never broke? No, it's just, like, born. So you had to, like, cut her out? Yes. <laughs> like, get her breathing and stuff? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and her umbilical cord is, like, wrapped around her cord or wrapped around her neck twice and Carney's like this sweet old lady and she's like oh she's just wearing a double necklace and like <gasps> like unwrapped it okay that's kind of adorable that she was so chill she's just yeah the chillest dude about everything and childbirth is terrifying 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 Ugh. oh my gosh but anyway so this she's like a trooper. this um veiled birth it's like Aristotle Einstein like all these random weird people in history were born this way okay so Yoki watch out y'all so she's gonna be, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I'm shit. curious to see but you can tell she's just, like, super special. Aww. Um, okay, and let's – we're running out of time, but I want to talk about Amanda's project that she has going on, and then let's wrap it up. So she has recently launched, a like, art project, or yeah, maybe she's, not so recently. she's doing no, – Amanda's been – so – She's an amazing artist, like, truly. Like, very super impressed. emotional artist, and, like, her stuff, like, you can – I mean, it, her name collective feels like it is everything about it. You know, you, like – she used to draw or paint and then she would hide all of her art behind the couch. So I'd be like moving furniture and I'd like find all these like amazing pieces from her. They were just like, why are they like, why are you throwing these behind the couch? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just like, she's just not painting for anybody or she never was painting for anyone, just herself. And so now she's kind of like branch out of that. She like did an art show or did her first art show like two years ago. And it was super fun and amazing and everyone supported it. And then she did another one and so now what she's doing is she's kind of um, making T-shirts and sweatshirts and just putting her art out there on that. And What's it called again? Collect the Feels. Okay. Um, and it's just like she does like lengthy, almost like Egon Shield, if you guys know who that is. Um, I'm uncultured. Uh, I'll Google I only it. know because I've seen a lot of her. I've like You've obviously been stalking her. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's amazing. And I feel like it's oddly relatable. Like – I mean, obviously, all the phrases and stuff she's using on her sweatshirts and shirts are extremely relatable, but the art itself, too, like, I don't know, the poses and different body forms that she's working with is, like, oddly relatable. Right. And it's, like, It feels her. very it's, human. It's very human, and it's just, like, her, like, down to her core. Oh, I love it. Out there. I, I am super excited about to see, like, what she creates. Yeah, like, the sh- I was wearing the shirt yesterday and said, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. And it was, like, two people, like, interlocking with their, yeah. like, really long necks. Um, or she has this one where this dude's like running and it says, no, thanks. Bye. <laughs> 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 I yeah, oh, I need that my one. life story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, well, thank you so much, Caleb, for sitting down with us today. I promise you that whenever I get my first tattoo, she'll be calling you. It'll be here. It'll be here. Yeah, it's amazing here. And I promise it, it won't be a white right tattoo on your, on your podcast. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, little, have to little topa talk. <laughs> Let's get a Denali, a big bold English, old English. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll brainstorm some ideas. Um, okay. But thank you so much, everybody. Come check out Black Penny. Um, if you love um, tattoos, if you love art. Caleb's, yeah, Caleb's it's an incredible dude. space to be in. It looks like they have a Campari bar, so I might be hitting that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, and we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. bye.